talk about over 200 diseases, um, it really puts things into perspective that climate change is a human health issue. We know all about mosquitoes and ticks in Minnesota, and the diseases they carry are increasing as our climate warms. We're talking about diseases like Lyme disease, West Nile virus, even dengue fever, which is on the increase around the United States. And a new study in Nature Climate Change recently discovered that 58% of known diseases have worsened because of climate-driven weather extremes. Eric Franklin is a researcher with the University of Manoa's Institute for Marine Biology. Hey, Eric, welcome to ClimateCast. Uh, thanks for having me. So how many diseases did you study and what did you find out? We went to the CDC and then another organization called Gideon, which stands for Global Infectious Disease Network, and came up with a list of 375 diseases that, that span you know, a lot of what you would, you would know. You know uh, two biggest drivers that we found were, were vector-based viruses. So a vector is just an insect or an animal that could carry a disease. Uh, and the second was waterborne bacteria. And and what are some of the most striking examples of these disease vectors changing around the world that you and your colleagues have identified? I, I think the one that was most surprising to us, and it's it's been you know published and publicized in the past, was the uh, the emergence of anthrax in the Arctic Circle uh, that was attributed to the thawing of permafrost, uh, and there were reindeer carcasses in the permafrost that, that harbored um, some of the anthrax and people were getting sick in these areas. And it's just one of these unpredictable uh, occurrences of climate change leading to warming, leading to this, this uh, you know, sort of really surprising outbreak and result. And part of, you know, what I want to say about this work is we're only documenting things that are known, things that have occurred and been published in the literature. But there are many, many of these, uh, you know, coming pathogenic diseases that we're, we're not predicting that could be in addition to, you know, for instance, like COVID-19. So what other key findings would you say you discovered in this study? The scope and the breadth of how many diseases that we found would be negatively impacted by climate change was probably the most sobering and, and shocking result for, for myself and the rest of the team. You know, when you talk about over 200 diseases, um, it really puts things into perspective that climate change is not just an environmental issue, but climate change is a human health issue. And we need to be prepared and try and anticipate, you know, what some of these these uh, changes will bring. And how should we be thinking about this as, you know, Minnesotans and Americans who love to get out and hike or camp or, you know, get out and enjoy this uh, beautiful place we call home about this interplay between climate change and disease in our lives. Yeah, I'd say con continue to do what you're doing, enjoy your life, you know, get out in the, uh, in the beautiful wild. I, I do the same myself in Hawaii. Um, I think it's just being aware that uh, as these new vectors, you know, say that are in your area, maybe carrying the diseases, maybe be a bit more cautious, but I'm sure your your local health systems will be alerting you to the fact that uh, if there are increasing risks from um, from a disease, that you know the the public health infrastructure will let you know what kind of precautions need to be taken. But definitely uh, continue to enjoy the lifestyles that you lead. And I'm always curious when I talk to researchers like you, um, when you meet people out and about and they find out what you do, what's kind of the elevator speech, the the big picture of what you like to tell them about your work. When we look across all of these impacts that are going to occur from climate change, we need to immediately try to find strategies and tactics that will help us to minimize, you know, decrease greenhouse gas emissions now 
Um, this is this is the driver that's going to increase these risks for human pathogenic diseases. So if we want to be proactive about it, we need to try and get to the source and decrease those GHGs. Eric Franklin with the University of Hawaii, thanks so much for sharing your perspective today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.